Once again, to the If I Said It, I Meant It podcast. Bite my tongue for no one. I'm Kevin Shio, coming to you as always with my good friend. Richard Vasquez. And we are joined in studio once again by the lovely Rose, owner of the collab, Americana Tax. And I don't know what your websites are now because... Uh, yeah, because I got... Because we got lost taken, a couple of them. Yeah, we I got taken yeah. away. It's like, so, you know, it's just... It's like people, services. It's like people <laughs> in the hood. You just, you lose some of them, you gain some of them. But... Um, How's everything going, Rose? Thanks for having Great. us up here again. We appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, glad and, I, uh, I'm glad I was here when you guys... Um, you're putting the hours in, huh? Yeah. We're in tax season. So, yeah, everything's going good. Great. Getting taxed. I'm very grateful, yeah. Lots of good work coming in right now, so... So, you guys haven't done your taxes? Hit Rose up. She'll take care of you. We're looking it's for certified tax preparers. So, if anybody out there is CTEC certified, we're looking for more help. Please, SOS, come DM Richard... Kevin, the podcast, we need help right now. We're overwhelmed, which is good and bad. I'm not seeing as much paperwork this year. Are you doing a lot more stuff um, Virtual. virtually? We are virtual. Yeah. yeah. So the banking industry, not that I have any experience in it, being that I work for McDonald's, um, <laughs> has been notorious in requiring like paper. And one of the things that COVID did was it really turned us into a like paperless industry. And with DocuSign, which is the company that we partner with, um, and I know that there's a lot of people who just accept the PDF signatures and things like that. It's actually been really interesting. Um, it's streamlined a lot for us and it's made life a lot Less easier. paper, yeah. It really has. Now, the problem is, is that Traditionally, a signature card for your bank account is what you would compare the checks that you write to. So when all of a sudden it's a DocuSign paper and then an actual check comes through, we, ha we do have to kind of get an actual um, image of, of what your signature is going to look like. Some people use facsimile. Some people use um, an actual what they call wet ink signature. And I really am still uncomfortable with saying, like, I need your wet ink signature. It just sounds really dirty. dirty. It sounds really <laughs> dirty, yeah. But I can't uh, say I need your pen to paper. And that is one, like. Well, that's like very, well, for banking, I get that. But, like, for the county recorder's office, for a DBA, they need a wet signature. And it's mm -hmm. like, everybody else in the entire country, you can do e-sign or, but the DBA in L.A. County, they need a wet signature. And it takes four to six weeks to get anything done through them. Which that is, doesn't surprise yeah. me. You know, if anybody's listening to this podcast any period of time, you know how I feel about the government. <laughs> but um, I've had to call and cry and pretend to be clients on the phone. Like, I not pretend I, to be I, you. I've heard you get clients <laughs> actually. I turn next to you. Yeah, they're <laughs> clients there. Speaking like every story for in the book, I'm like, I need this done. Is there any way you can make an exception? Pass me. And we've had clients I get pushed through, but like otherwise, like it's a nightmare. One of the things that I, I've had a lot of issues with is um, some of my clients in their respective industries require 
a TIN number for every entity that they manage. So let's just call it an apartment building. They have 50 apartment buildings, they need 50 TINs. Well, during the lockdown, um, you have a choice with the IRS. To file for a TIN, you can either use your personal tax ID number, but you are liable for anything that that tax ID does not pay in taxes. So you've got these workers at these companies who really don't want to use their own social to be liable for the company's work. So they can only do one online per day and then they had to fax in requests for second, third, fourth per day, whatever they needed. Well, it's, that's fine as long as you they don't, don't have more than one per day. But then the problem became during COVID, they were getting faxed in and we were calling the IRS going, hey, how are you guys, you know, how, where are you in, in getting these? Goodbye. And they basically said like, nobody's in the office. Nobody, yeah. know, like we don't know who's actually responding to those faxes. So I have this like vision of a fax machine where the paper is just like getting dropped onto the floor. Yeah. Nobody's paying attention to it. And They're that's- kicking it underneath. It's, you know, the janitor's coming through and just like <laughs> gathering up these stacks of, cause- They'll talk to him, they'll hang, like they'll hang up. Oh yeah, like, they don't care. Yeah. Oh, they don't care. Well, like, so I had a file for paid family leave, right, for the couple of weeks that I was off from work, and um, they emailed, they mess, they mailed me a letter saying that like I needed to prove like birth certificate or a document, yeah. right? A letter and I, and of I sent, live birth or something. I like sent them I, uh, the EDD or whatever. The oh God, how so so I I uh, <laughs> I had sent them a picture of like what they gave me. You know what I mean? And it matched up with whatever document they were looking for, yeah. but they were just like, they need another one. So they, they're like, call this number between 8 and 530. I, I got this letter on Saturday, okay? I've been calling on Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, and today. The phone goes straight to voicemail. <laughs> or they hang up on you. Like, thank you for calling. I, I, have, ten, right I have 10 days to reply, no, reply. To reply yeah. and nobody's answering. Now, there's an 800 number. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. But that just prompts you to like, it just gives you an uh, uh, information. Uh, yeah, information. It doesn't give yeah. you like anybody you could talk to. So I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, I hope I get paid, but like, fuck. They will when you do. They will retroactively. Yeah, yeah. you may be without pay for a yeah. couple of weeks, but you will eventually get it. It's just. It's a wreck. It is a complete wreck. EDD is very bad right now. FTB is like they're on point right now. Fuck like, that puto. <laughs> That's what it means, right? FTB. But oh, yes. FTB. But you franchise can, tax like, board, folks. The franchise tax. Oh. Franchise tax. Well, your peeps. Yeah. Yeah. But the IRS is a wreck, like bad. Like, how um, how are small businesses who got the, and this is another one that I have trouble actually typing, the PPP loan. Um, I don't know. It sounds dirtier than it is. I need your wet ink signature on my PPP docs. <laughs> it's just weird. Well, that's a that's third weird. P that makes it okay. It, it well, clearly, yes. but still, because because two P's in the same room is okay, but a third one is just too many people. Well, you know what I mean? wet ink should make it fine, but the fact that I'm saying wet and PP, even it just doesn't work. Um, how are they faring? How are they faring out? Are how has the IRS looked at the additional income and the forgiveness? So the IRS has they... looked very favorable upon the PPP forgiveness. Okay. So it's not considered taxable income, which is great. The state of California otherwise has not conformed to ah. that forgiveness yet. So we're still hoping and praying and waiting for the state assembly that God. we love and pay taxes to, that yeah. they will conform to the IRS um, 
forgiveness. Don't get me started on the state of California. I know. I hate that. So for anybody who's like, oh my God, Kevin's an anarchist. No, I'm not. I am a small government person. I think the city of here in Uptown Whittier should have far more of an effect on my life than the president or the state of California. That's just me. It should go, it should go city, county, state, federal government as far as their effect yeah. on your life. But the state has not conformed yet, so it's still kind of a wreck. Well, I'm sure Gavin Newsom is waiting for his fucking recall to find out whether he's actually going to well, do that Well, it's a state assembly. It's all of our um, constituents here that represent us. You mean the, the state the assembly who put the, the vote through to outlaw plastic straws, but then has no idea the number of reusable plastic bags and plastic masks that are masks that are going into the trash and into the oceans every single fucking day. That same state assembly. Yep, that, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Oh, those are the people, huh? Ah, uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's um, So yeah, so it's kind of a wreck right now. Again, for anybody Federally, it's okay. Well, that's surprising actually, the federal government. But they they did it the they, they did it the cheater way. They were like, "Now we're not dealing with it." Yeah, but you know who's going to deal with it? Our grandkids. Down yes, the line. of course. So, but that's not our problem right now. So. <sighs> I mean, we don't even know if there's going to be a world. I mean, that's apparently, true. fucking, uh, what is it? Global warming is a real thing. Well, yeah. Jesus Christ. Ice caps are fucking melting. Uh, just again. That's true. The idea of the plastic straws. Okay. <laughs> fuck your. Fuck this outlawing of plastic straws. So they're outlawed in California. Okay. What about Oregon, Washington, Canada, Mexico, all of South America? Well, that's what Do I you th- understand how the Japanese are going through like? Creature by creature, making them extinct out of the ocean. Like, well, they're making themselves extinct. Yeah, I guess they're, they're trying to bring down everything other. with them. It's bad. But that, that's how I feel about like. Uh, so stop, like, stop. Aapi hate dot org. By the way. Yeah. Why do people hate Asian people now? Fuck, it's bad. What? Apparently. No, is it really? Yeah. Apparently, no. it's getting pretty bad. I've heard well, that, but is they, it really? There's been like a spike in accidents, like car accidents. So like. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Fuck Alhambra. <laughs> 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 You said that last week. Oh, I was like, really? Of all t- don't no, say but that apparently right there has been like oh, really? races. Dude, races. By the uh, way, am I am I contributing to the we AARP? Yes, we last week I was like, really? AARP, the American Association of Retired Persons. Apparently, there has been an increase in like anti-Asian like hate crimes. I'm going to say something, and I'm sure it's probably going to happen to me at some point. But fuck, I live in. Whittier. I kick it in Pico. Like, if I haven't already experienced hate against Mexicans. They're going to hate on you because they're you, not because they're Asian. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's the the thing I love about Mexicans is they fucking hate everybody. Like, nah, fuck. They really do. We've had this conversation. Fuck the Nicaraguans. Like, oh shit, okay. Like, you're Salvadorian? Oh, fuck the Salvadorians. Like, oh, fuck these people. Yes! I've said this. Like, I mean, I I mean, oh my God. Some of Today my... is Cesar Chavez Day, by mm-hmm. the way. Is it? Yes. It's also Selena's birthday. Shout out is to it the, really? Yeah. Shout out to the Hispanics that don't abuse Asians. Love y'all. <laughs> Hispanic people current, are very... Current fiance, not included. Yeah. But... <laughs> Racist. She abuses you, but you like it. Yeah, I do. It's awesome. <laughs> Fucking Latinas, man. I tell my son all the time, hey, a couple of things. One, son, make good choices in life. Two, be good at math. And three... Be patient with Latinas. That, those are like my three nuggets of wisdom. If I die right now, please, son, just remember those. Fuck it. Those little nuggets. He's going to be a white girl. <laughs> he can't do it. Yeah, I mean, he's can't do it. He, uh, 
we've talked about some things, and I, he might be like white girl leaning. But Why? that's Why do you say that? Is your that, phone on? I, that, I hear our own voices. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm watching this. Um, is that <laughs> at least much? turn the volume. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I want to hear how annoying my laugh is. I've. We've, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We have had conversations about like hot or not type thing, and yeah, he tends to lean more towards like the blonde girl. Um, I don't know. I think it's maybe the rarity for him. Like, ooh, that's exotic. I know that sounds weird. He's tired of seeing these these, these Hispanic these dusty girls. Ass brunettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. I don't. I mean, obviously, tastes change and everything, but he laughs. Damn. I don't know. <laughs> hey, um, we'll see. I don't know. It's interesting, but yeah, apparently, like, oh, I wanted to talk to you about this. I want to be super racist in May when it's like a Amer- Asian no American days. No days here. Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Like, I'm totally coming chinked out. Uh, uh, more chink than you are now, Dick. I am in a. Fu- I'm in Dickies, and a tank top, and I guess the chinkiest well, thing is nobody my- saw you walking with your little fucking karate outfit. So obviously, that's true. <laughs> and my and your my flops are, yeah. the, your flops my chunklas are like probably the most Asian part of me. <laughs> but I'm like, I know what you mean. I'm gonna like, if it's cool, like we're gonna do this real. You should chinky. eat sushi while we're while we're. I'm uh, like, fuck it. There is a sushi spot next to us. There could be. <laughs> I just, I want to get real, like, chinky-eyed. Like, why do you think people are upset at Asian people? Like, what is it? Because the like? China virus that Donald Trump said. That's why. Oh. But I not everybody's probably Chinese. Part of it. <laughs> I think it's probably part of it. Um, not if it, oh, God. No, that is definitely part of it. I have to, I have to tell this story. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. <laughs> you lost your Jimmy? So I'm sitting at the Social Security office. Right Why? here in Uptown, above, uh, above the Wells Fargo. This was years ago. And, uh, you know, there's a line. And the lady behind the counter is like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the names a bit, but you'll get the hint, right? She's like, Mr. Nakamura? Mr. Nakamura? Nothing. It's quiet. And everybody looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm like, no, nah, like, no, I just shake my head like, no. Nope, but was me. it you? No, it wasn't. Oh. It was the, I was like, nope, that ain't me. A couple minutes later, you hear it again, like, Mr. Nakamura? It's not me. Like, I have no <laughs> idea who they're fucking calling, right? Chavez, you get up. <laughs> so, so there's this, like, tall, big, black security guard standing by the door. And this door opens, and this little Chinaman walks through the front door. We went like, in Japanese. Huh? He looked Chinese. But that's me. Like I can, I can look and go. That guy looks Chinese. Wait, Japanese. The black guy looks at him and goes, "Are you Mr. Nakamura?" And this little Asian man looks up and goes, "Not everybody Japanese." And he turns <laughs> and goes and sits down. <laughs> and this black dude just looked like, I don't know what the fuck Sorry, to say. Like, okay. He sits down and the lady goes, "Mr. Nakamura," and he looked up at me. <laughs> and I was like, nope. No, I'm not him. He was like, he had a, again, I'm changing the names. When they called Mr. Chang, he got up and went. But the fact that this little China man looked up at this black dude and was like, not everybody Japanese and <laughs> sat down. I was like, oh, hashtag same. Like, not everybody's Chinese, but I got called Chinese my entire life. Like, hey, Chino. No, but I get what you're saying. Okay, here we go. <sighs> 
it's been yeah stop aapihate.org let's let's just all you know jay was telling me a story about this like famous soccer player i don't know it's not like ronaldo but like you know like, something that's like really chicharito good. i don't know who it is oh okay but he <laughs> that's was the only other one i know he was playing a game on twitch like a i don't know whatever what is that? Twitch is like they record themselves playing like video games. Yeah, it's like live streaming of your, YouTube of you kind of like playing a, a video Fortnite game. Fortnite or something. Yeah, but you but play like Fortnite, you, people watch. People watch you, so you can put your screen up and they can see like your reaction. I've actually okay. bet on a Twitch football game before. Really? Did you yeah. want money? No, I lost. Oh. Um, and the guy was talking to his buddy, and he and and I mean we've all we all have Mexican friends. We're all or we're Mexican or Hispanic, yeah. whatever. But like usually like the dark friend is like negro right like i don't know i don't see hate <laughs> i don't see colors <laughs> but i get what you're saying so he like was talking to his buddy and like he's the dark friend yeah and so he refers to them as that dude he apparently got like all this trouble had to like fucking write an apology letter really and it was like i'm on twitch with my friends people are very sensitive but so how do you classify yourself because we're probably the same we're probably the same just i'm a different. human being i don't know Okay, so I agree with that. But like Mexican American. I don't know. I'm just fucking Mexican. I'm just Richard. Okay. I don't know. Like. No, so I, I agree with that. So I applied for something or medical insurance the other day, and like, what's your nationality? And I was like, well, I'm an American national. But like, we're asking like Hispanic or whatever it is. So I like, have to click not Hispanic. Like that's its own question. Like yeah. Hispanic, not Hispanic, not Hispanic. But same. Like I've always put like human first, American human? national, yeah. but Mexican American, like Hispanic, like. But, like, it's kind of weird because we're kind of bordering, like, different... Um... I get what you're saying. I, I So people, because I'm not Hispanic, when you click there, it's not Hispanic. Because it's, it's weird, too, where it's like... I get the, what are you? And that has been the question, and I don't take offense to it. I mean, there, you have to really come up with something for me to be offended. Um... <laughs> What are you? And I know what they're they're referring to. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm I'm Japanese, Scottish, Irish, you know, like. And then I just try and bore them with the history of my life to the point where they don't ask okay. any they don't questions. Ask, and it's the same way. I, I you don't answer, but it was for health insurance, so I guess I needed to know like what it was. Yeah, they asked me that about the baby too. They asked me what our. What yeah. do you want to put him down as? Yeah, I was talking. Uh, so, back in the day, a friend of ours, uh, her father came from Cuba. And on on his immigration paperwork, it says Caucasian. It does and what this, it says for us too. It's Caucasian. This Cuban like dude is Spanish. dark, right? But you only he goes. You only had three choices at that time. You yeah. were black, Caucasian, Caucasian or, or Asian. Yeah. Like those were it. And. But that's race. That's race. Yeah. So nationality is different. Nationality is where you basically where you were born, where you live. Like so that's a geographic. Like we're American nationals, right? I, you wouldn't be nationals because well, yes. you were born we? here. You're yeah. citizens. So then what's a national? I believe a national is somebody who came here voluntarily. So from a different voluntarily country. is the term for anybody <laughs> out there who... But so what is that? So they ask for nationality. What they refer to nationality is your blood. Like, what's your nationality? I'm Mexican. I'm That's not race? Ecuadorian. It should be. See, I never understood that. But people get that people get that wrong so often. Like, what's your nationality? United States of America. Like, that's my nation. You're an American national. Yes, 
But that's not what they mean. What they mean is, what is your ethnicity? And your ethnicity is... But they also ask that. So I wonder if they're asking if you are here, like, without... I wonder if they're truly asking, are you a U.S. citizen, a resident, or are you here illegally? That was my question, because I put... It was through a text, so I was like, well, I'm... For race, Caucasian... But I feel like a lot of those things, like... it's they're like just, antiquated. They're, they're just, it's very yeah, they're, antiquated they're, they're collecting too. Collecting data. Yeah, they're yeah they just need the number. For, yeah, that's what it was for too. It was like we need it for insurance. But speaking of, and it's very antiquated. I, I yeah. think, but for censorship and whatever, like I. Speaking of of nationality, and and I don't want to go too deep into the politics of this, so bear with us. This is only going to take a couple of minutes. Rich, I sent you uh, today in preparation for the show a video. Well, that was in your DM. Yes. <laughs> this went to your, your work email. I had to zoom in, but yes. Um, stop AAPIHate.org, bro. Hater. Up. I know. I'm sorry. Apparently, Ted Cruz, and if you ask my opinion on Ted Cruz, like I think this was his way of trying to cover up the fact that he was jamming the country in the middle of like a major Mountain. problem. Or to Cancun, too, like a spring break. It's Well, but, it's, but you are also not in charge of a... State that is going I through think the Texas biggest. Texas annex themselves again. They're gonna be like, I'm out of this motherfucker. Actually, like, they, they, they have the right to. Like, yeah, they've been I'm wanting to get here. out of it. Like, I've studied. I've I've read up on their right to do it. They very well could. I would do it too if I yeah. were. If they had a strong leader, I'd be like, we're out. But he went down to some of these camps where the you know these immigrant children are being held, and it was bad. Like dude. south of the border or in Texas? In, in, Texas. Texas. in Texas. And they're it's supposed like to be recently. Yeah, they're supposed to be like 32 people in these little things, and there's like 110. And the trash, like it's bad. Unsanitary. But these oh, are the, these, but these are the same things that people were fucking talking all this shit to Trump about about how racist but it's he was. Still happening. And, and no, we don't hear about it. You know, nobody talks about it. Well, actually, what the Biden administration has done is blocked uh, reporters from going into them. And he, you know, during his last press conference, he said that they will be allowed full access. Um, you know, basically shortly. Probably let's clean it up and then you guys can come in. But you were very opinionated. And I wanted to ask you, and I, I hesitated till we got on the show, is were you opinionated on it for the hypocrisy of politics or from a Hispanic person's point of view? Oh, the hypocrisy of politics. Yeah. Like, I'm not someone, saying I'm someone, not saying that I don't care. Okay, so like I, Someone pin my put questions. Do you guys do that? You guys take questions, right? Yeah, cool. yeah, we will. Oh, it? it's over there. Oh, okay. Um, so look at. I, I think all three of us. Well, to get things like clear, all three of us are humanitarians, and we want what's best for everybody. And so anything we say here is like because of. It's sad con- that we have like to put this- that disclaimer no, out there, but, but I get it. But I, I, I totally not, get I'm it. I'm not wishing any kind of ill will on anybody, right? But on the flip side, like. I don't really have time to focus my in my attention on other people's misfortunes. And oh. I'm not and I'm not that kind of person. Like like I, I, I we Stephanie's been on this podcast a few times and I've told her multiple times like syphilis free stuff. Syphilis free stuff. She does not have syphilis. She, That's one of my best um, girls and team members and employees. She's awesome. No no no, she's yes. awesome. But her and I forgot who the other person is, but like they're just better people than I am. Like, and I don't have a problem with that. Oh, well, Pete. Like Pete. Oh, Pete. I'm sorry. Pete. Yeah, Pete's the person. Like, there's just some people in this world that are better than you. Like, and they, he, he and her are both better human beings than me. 
And I don't have an issue with saying that. I'm going to say that, but... They like, are. Was... No, they are. I meant as oh, far as the caring. Listen. As far as caring and, like, about other people's, like, and situation. I will put, yes. I will put my, my sister above both of them. This broad fucking took a year of her life and lived in dirt squalor. Where? To help. Oh, she did every country following mm. the equator. She did... Um, she did Haiti. She did Ecuador. Did she she really? did, oh, she did How Africa. She? Now she is 28. Yeah. She did this right after. So she went to Biola University, which is a mm-hmm. Christian university. Yes. Um, and they have a degree at Biola to be a missionary. Mm-hmm. But when you're done, you have to be a missionary. Um, kind of like the Mormons, if... if um, if the real Ghost 45 is yeah. still watching, you know how they, they go around the world and do their Mormon thing. Yeah. He d- I'm sure he did it because he's Mormon. Um, <laughs> um, the fake Ghost 45 did, not the real Ghost Oh, that's 45. what it was. So she's been a year of her life engaged. Like, she and her fiancé were like, Aww. she goes, this is what I need to do. And he was like, okay, I support you. Um and she spent a year of her life living in squalor. Poverty. She got malaria. like. But her job was to help people. What does she do now? Well, she works for a nonprofit organization that tries to stop human trafficking. So there's so there's these people that are out there, right? And, I, want to sponsor, yeah. I want to sponsor that nonprofit for their tax work. So just they don't, they, they don't need it. They're pretty good. I'll, I'll send you the stuff. But... Um, but you, but you but get yeah, my point yeah, though, right? I mean, they're good people. Yes, you get my point. There are I, people I, who I'm are not, activists. Right? I'm not. Yes. I'm not that person. Like, do I do I feel bad for these people? Yes, but I'm not gonna go and fight for them. I'm just not. Right. Like, no. I, I have my own fucking issues in my life. Right. But if you were walking by and I had a hat and I was like, "Hey, five bucks to stop human trafficking," and you had five bucks, yeah. you would throw it in. Yeah. And that's like, but that's the extent. That's what I'm getting at. So like, there's these people that will post and post. And post because of all they saw in their timeline during the Trump administration, and they posted all this shit all the time about how fucked up he was as a president, and he was the one that did this, and he was the one that did that, right? I'm not seeing the same people post any of this shit, and it's still coming up on my timeline. But yeah. I think it's because of the type of accounts that I follow. Yeah, probably. But like, it's just it just that frustrated me the most was the hypocrisy and the fact that the 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 um, media can manipulate, you know, us like sheep to a fucking great extent. Like, like literally, like it just frustrates me that like people could just be just so like brainwashed. I, I don't know how much Rose that, that you devote your, how, what percentage of you, your day do you devote to like this border problem and folks like let's not make let's not joke like it's a fucking problem if you don't think it's a problem it's sad go fucking super sad there are i I, if you have not been down like i have seen when i would go to arizona this trail of trash that follows the the, are they talking about the mexican people walking down no no shit i should have fucking i should have prefaced that that, that follows the Colorado River. <laughs> like, oh boy. this is the path, you know, they come from this direction and then they just, this is the path that they take into this country. And for God's sakes, like, this country, yes, was 100% built on immigration. There is the Statue of Liberty that 
says, bring me your tired, your poor, your weak, your huddled masses. Like, that's what this country is for. And there is a fucking problem. Let's not, don't let politics tell you that there's not a problem. There's a fucking problem. Rose, I don't know how much of your day, like, you devote to the knowledge and the activism and all of this stuff, but does it hurt you as as a Hispanic woman? Does it hurt as, like, a politics? Does it hurt in the, the pocketbook? Because, I mean, truth be told, it's expensive. Like, What's expensive? The, just housing, um, well, care. I, think, I mean, just the, the dealing with it is expensive. It is, but I think it's, like, not to be, like, sappy or anything, but it's humanitarian. Like, I come, like, my dad was born in Mexico. All my aunts and uncles were born in Mexico, and they've been here, and they came illegally for the most part. They were all naturalized when they got here. Um, and we're in a different part of the country where there's much more immigration, and yeah. we, our economy relies a lot on um, people without citizenship here, right? So not that I'm biased or anything, but like as humanitarian, like as a human person, like on planet Earth, like if people are we're all help. here together, help. like and and from tax, dude. Undocumented people pay more taxes than you would believe. I'll, I'll go you one further. It's fucking unrecognized slavery because you don't have to pay them a minimum wage. And what are they going to do? Complain? Fine, complain. Get deported. Like, this is modern-day slavery. And there's a misconception of they get benefits. You do not get benefits if you don't have Social Security. Like, <sighs> you just don't. But they pay taxes because they're trying to get citizenship. Yes. So they file taxes and they pay taxes on income that they're not supposed to be earning, but they do earn it. And mm-hmm. like, so there's like a big, big misconception. And, and so, this country was built on the backs of immigrants. People so, like to come to me and say that I don't understand immigration. That I don't understand the plight of the Hispanic you know, person that comes to this country. And you know what? I don't understand the plight of the Hispanic person. And maybe I'm naive, but I doubt that the Shiosaka family was on the fucking Mayflower when they came over. Same. So I don't know if they're Canadian or Japanese or Chinese. Like so, if people are like we're humans. Like, back the really? fuck like, off for anybody who's come at me about not understanding race. You know, the immigration. My family came here. Like I will. We weren't on the Mayflower. The Shiosaka family did not come from like the western side of Europe. We're Japanese. Not everybody Japanese, but we came here too. We just came here swimming rather than Japanese running. people were treated very badly, like in the forties and fifties. Like people don't understand that. Like, I've got stories I can tell you. Well, about I think we've family. talked about we've talked about that before. Losing everything. Parents, yeah. Like that's just Man's not theirs. Like there's a lot of like unsaid stories of. Yeah, people forget, and now they're killing your horses. If you like betting on horses over at Santa Anita, it's the Japanese souls. They're coming after you. Um, and I don't want to spend too much time, get too political or anything like that. So but I was just, they, they were stored there. Well, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yes, no, right. People forget right up the six hundred five freeway. If you if you're listening outside that, of California, when I was drunk, that went. Well, you wait, know, wait, I was about. be more specific. Yeah, which, <laughs> which that one? My dad's friend. Mo. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, like he was like told me that he, he you know, God rest his soul, passed away maybe like ten years ago. But like he told us all, like, you know, and. And I don't think people realize like how now Manzanar is it's, far. It's not that they don't realize it. It's, it's a, sele- it's a selective memory. That is true. It's a few hour drive into the desert. But there's a lot of other places. Right, but that's the thing is, 
Manzanar is the, the really well-known one. There's also a few that were in Utah, and, but I've been to Manzanar. It's okay. Like, yeah, there's a few memorials yeah, and stuff, play, but like, well, there's not much there. But the fact is, is we're in Southern California, and right up the fucking freeway, y'all rounded up slant-eyed people because they were slant-eyed, and y'all put them in horse stalls, basically. Displaced them. For no, like, you want to talk about a civil rights violation, write that one down. Like, you're a U.S. citizen? Yes. But your family years ago was from a different country? Yep. Uh, you got to come with us. Like, we're going to, we're going to. Give up everything, like, everything. You, to, the ACLU, like, they raised their hand and was, said, you can't do this. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm just, I, I'd like to see the fervor. I'd like to see the anger. I'd like to see the passion that I saw last year when Kids in Cages was, you know, I, I somebody that I follow said, if you think keep, keeping kids in cages is okay, just unfollow me, don't talk to me anymore. And I, I don't, like, I don't think it's okay. But what have you done now? Like, do you realize it's still happening? And so if I can make a plea to anybody out there, please, I don't want to see these kids in cages. Like, I love Mexican people. They're keep, the keep, finest keep girls the same in the world. energy. Like, keep <laughs> it up. They are the finest ladies. Bring them <laughs> big booty little titty girls over here. All fucking. Look. Why did I picture J-Lo right now? I mean, shit, right? Like, people say, like, why she do you like Hispanic girls? Why do you like Hispanic? Well, because they're like little bowling pins. Like, they got these big lower body, big booties. Nice. And then, you know, they, they, the boobs don't get in the way. They're just... Next time y'all go bowling, just think of 10 Hispanic girls there. Like, yep. And, and do what you can to hit and all of them. And do what you can to just put your balls on all of them. Um, God, I, yeah, even my fiance is like, she goes, you really have a type. Because she's looked like, like, you like her? You think she's hot? Yeah. You think she's hot? Yeah. You think this movie's hot? Yeah. She goes, you have a fucking solid type. It's Hispanic women. I go, and you know, at least well, it's you not. You can help yourself. You know, like what can you do? Well, right? and what can you do about that? And at least know? that type is you. Like, if my type was like flat-chested, slant-eyed Asian Harajuku girls, like you'd be really insecure. <laughs> like, because there's nothing you could do about that. But do you think that <laughs> the, the fact that you, <laughs> the two Mexicans, are like, yeah, yeah. that's fucked up. Stop, stop this Asian hate crime. Um, stop aapihate.org. <laughs> Do you think that the yeah, fact that you grew up around Hispanics is the reason why that, that you're attracted to them, or do you think that? Oh yeah, that's a good question. You would be like, is it what is it? Nature or nurture? Nature and nurture. You know, I do you think don't. Those big booties on their face. Like, yeah. what can you do about that? You so know? here's like, the funny thing. Like, <laughs> sniff them. <laughs> <sighs> You, you gotta get about? you gotta get your jaw ready, like my okay. you get your jaw I, and then I, you just I eat saw, that ass all night I, I long. I saw a tweet. It was <laughs> like when when you tell me to sit on your face, does it mean do I put all do I put all my weight on your face or do I have to squat? Uh, <laughs> like, but wait, no, no I you kneel. Know about it. Is you it like, kneel. Is it because you grew up in Pico that you love Hispanic with big booties? So I like, have spent a lot of time thinking about it, and okay. I and I don't. I don't really know. I grew up maybe three miles from here, straight down Hadley. Which is about um, seven minutes, if anybody's wondering. Yeah, I guess if you're from outside. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, in Whittier, right? In Whittier, right down. Yeah, so you're so uh, surrounded by 
predominantly yeah. Hispanic I mean, booties. literally. Take Hadley down. So it, does that have influence on what your preference is? But I in... also spent a lot of time with friends over in like La Habra area, which, again, there's still a lot of Hispanics in La Habra, but it, Orange County has a... So what motivates your preference? It may be... I, I think it is what I grew up around. Okay. So nurture. I right? think it's... I think it's a nurture thing. I think I grew up around a specific type of people. Racist. And mm. I don't know. I, I know you're joking, but it can't be. Like, I think they're sexy. I don't know if that's a, if you can really call that racist. <laughs> you call those certain type of people. <laughs> well, because it's a certain type. It, it's, there's all the peoples in the world, and I grew up around a certain type. Illegals. <laughs> no. <laughs> The more illegal, the sexier they are. Um, no, <laughs> the bigger the hoops, the big. <laughs> You're gonna delete that right now. The bigger the hoops, the more the like, the chola look, the sweats, the the tank top, the ponytail, the hoops, like that's. It's weird, but like I'm da- I'm down for it. My uh, my fiance's asked me like, hey, do you think you could fix up my mom's old Buick Regal? Like, it's a gangster car, right? Why? Because she thinks because your grandpa was fucking from the Karate Kid that you could just fix up old cars. Oh shit, he did, huh? <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit, I forgot about that. I don't think so, but yeah, it might be. Um. I swear oh. to you, if she comes out while you're waxing the car and she comes out and says, wax on. Oh, my wax God. On. <laughs> Fuck. I saw a meme. Like, it said, Mr. Miyagi knew how to treat a woman. Like, wax on, wax <laughs> off, paint up, paint down. And I thought, that's not bad advice. <laughs> that's not. Um, and I was like, if we fix it up, what are we, like, are we, re- we going to, like, drop it? Do you want me to cut springs, put it down? She was like, I, it, I want it to look gangster. And I go... I'm not riding passenger. Yeah. You realize that, right? Like if we were to go to a car show, I'm not I'm not passenger. I'm gonna drive it. And the Chino that rolls up in the gangster Buick with the ghetto chick riding shotgun is Wait, going are, are you talking about her mom or your girl? There's it's a five seater. <laughs> I go, I don't well, I don't know what you said ghetto chick, so I didn't you know I mean I need to specify. I'm sorry, let me rephrase it. Ghetto chicks. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Um, I don't really know how that's going to go over with the raza, but I think you, I'd be you, accepted. You, like, you'd just be Chino. I'll just be, I would just roll up and it's like, that's the Chino with the, with the Regal. Chio like, Cochino. It is what it is. I just, I think she thinks you're fucking Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. She's using me till I fucking <laughs> I fix up that car. Oh, boy. I, maybe. I don't know. I drive a truck most of the time, so I don't really even fucking know what to do. Speaking of... Truck? Speaking of truck, I rolled up to your pad the other day, and you weren't fucking there. Where was I? Where was he at? Funeral. Oh, yeah. Whose funeral? Raquel said you had a funeral oh, to go to. Oh, Oh, probably shouldn't bring it up. But... Oh, no, my, um, my cousin Erica, her grandfather passed away. Oh, so I sorry. went to my aunt's house, her dad's. Not, so I, it's your blood aunt, 
So yeah, her so father-in-law. My, yeah, like not no, 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 no. My my aunt Lisa has a different dad than my mom. Ah, and everybody else. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. So I rolled up to his house to surprise his, him and his son and take a picture and drop off some pampers and some wipes and then some. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but I met your son. Um, He's a real asshole, huh? A real Mick asshole. I mean, he no, could real be, he, he could grow up to be a real dick like you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. No, but he's um, amazing. He was healthy when he was born. He's cute. I, like, so what you, more can you ask for, you know? You have kids, Rose. Um, yes, I do. I have one that the courts have identified as mine. <laughs> yeah. Looks like um, Sam Bradford. He, he's less and less now, thank goodness. Um, one of the things that I noticed about your, your son is he is surprisingly alert for a baby that is not a month old. Like he's looking around and you know, their eyes haven't at his age, I'm sure his eyes haven't really developed to the point where he can focus and see who's there, who's talking, but he seems to understand that there is somebody talking. And he... He knows my voice. It's... Aww. It's... He's going to be smarter than you by, like, six. I hope so. Um, I mean, w- would you really be mad about that if your son was smarter than you? <laughs> no, but I also wouldn't be surprised. But, no, I'm... I, I was surprised at how alert he was. And I think that's the one description that I can give about him is... For the most part, newborns in their first month are just lumps. Like they don't do much. Clearly, they cry. Clearly, they move around a bit. They can fight. You know the whatever. But it's. I was surprised. I was surprised at how um, cognitive he was. He was on the bed yesterday. Like he was like like Raquel was like using the restroom, or whatever. So I, like I kind of get like get on my knees and I like, lean on the on the bed mm-hmm. and I'm like I talk to him right. I just have like. I, I think it was before I had to go to work and I was telling him like, Hey, I need you to be good today. Like, I don't know, just be strong today. You know, don't cry too much. Like whatever you need, just tell mom. Like obviously he doesn't, doesn't matter. Look, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he knows exactly what I'm saying, but then I saw him kind of like, cause he was like leaning towards me, but then he like moved his head and like kind of was like trying to like position himself to like go towards, towards the voice. You. So I was like, come on, roll over. Roll over, like, come here. No, you don't want that. No, I mean, whatever. <laughs> and he fucking, I saw him give a nice little college try. He, like, you know, kind of, like, <laughs> tried and then couldn't do it. And I was like, damn, I wonder if he knew what I was saying. Like, like you know, he's fucking 17 days old or whatever it is right now. Like, I don't but know. But he hears your voice. Yeah. People always be like, I can't wait for my son or daughter to walk. And I go, no. No. Break their legs. You don't yeah. want once that child start, to walk. They, That's fucking. Yeah. Once they walk, they run. Once they run, you chase. Once That's you chase, it. you're Game tired. Over. Fuck Game it. Over. Break their legs. Keep them in a basket. They're fine. Yeah. I'm kidding, by the Until way. Don't actually break a child's Until legs. Until they're like Unless they're six-ish, Asian. and then they kind of have a little oh, control yeah. over them. But between rolling age, calling age, and that, you're good. Yeah. Cloud's going to come over right now. What? Cloud's going to come over right now. Okay. How was... Um, How's life treating you as a, as a father? You know, I'm tired, but I feel bad saying I'm tired because I know Raquel is... More tired? More tired. Oh, sure. And, you know, she's been doing me a solid... This is her so, fault, though. 
Well, she made, just, she didn't let me. Get, no, never mind. Never she right. has that ball. Uh, <laughs> she's uh, she's bowling pin. She uh, can't stop. Won't stop. So she's been letting me sleep. So I went back to work this week, um, and you know, so I wake up once in the night to help her, like to really help her. Like I mean, like like Actually all, all in, right? Yeah. And then if I, she won't wake me for the second because I. My, so Ezra's been sleeping pretty well. Like she was telling you, really? Uh, he, sleeps, he sleeps five hours a night straight. Like, Is he like really? Four, this this four, really? Four That's what hours. I said. Four to five hours. But this kid's also eating like four ounces of formula at like three weeks old. Yeah. Not, he's not even three weeks old. He's going to be. Oh, yeah, he's not. Huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, and five hours. That's what I said. I was like, you're fucking. <laughs> well, I, jo- I, I jokingly said he, he was born on the 14th, but he was three months old. Like he. Yeah. He's, he's a big boy, huh? Yeah. He's a big kid. So like, so he sleeps really well. So technically he only wakes up twice during the, you know, he wakes up like around midnight. If you schedule it right. Yeah. yeah. And then around oh, four or five best. in the morning. So, um, so depending on when he goes to sleep, I help her with that one time. And then in the morning, like I'll let her like take a shower and then I'll watch him if he needs like changing or whatever. But like it's, she, it, if I don't need to wake up for that first time, like she just lets me sleep. Yeah. And, Aww. and I appreciate that. You know what I mean? you went but, back to work or. Yeah. I yeah. went back to work on Monday. And. and this might be one of those like hateful things that people say, and I'm going to say it. It might be gender role assuming and all of that, or traditional gender role, whatever it is. But no disrespect. I'm not saying it's it, it's easy. But the truth is, is if you are staying at home to care for the child, like Raquel is. The fact that she's not waking you up every time, like, it's nice of her. She could just, like, I'm getting up now just to be a jerk. But, like, you got to go to work. And I think that's kind of one of those, like, assumed responsibilities is if you are going to stay home for a few weeks to take care of the child, you're not going to work. It's almost supportive of her to let you sleep because you need to go out and work and I'm not saying she's gonna lounge around take a nap all day I'm not saying that her life isn't busy but she's also not operating a motor vehicle like to get to work and get home she's not working in the aspect of a nine-to-five corporate job so it's it's kind of I'm not gonna say expected um, but like I don't know Rose correct me because you're the the one lady on the podcast right now is does that sound sexist is that a rude or or inappropriate thing to say that what that the last five minutes of what i just said (laughs) um so so richard is now going back to work Mm -hmm. raquel is staying home taking care of of yes 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 is it is it rude sexist improper uh, insensitive of me to say that she kind of should let him, you know, sleep as much as possible because if she's not going to go to work, then the the work is raising Ezra. And, you know, she could wake him up, get out of bed, but it's kind of like that's oh, her corporate client. She's coming with some fire right <laughs> now. Me. No, like, I, I mean, come at me. Every couple come at me, bro. <laughs> no. 
every couple has their own dynamic. So whatever works for them works for them. I'm like, they have so their shit I, worked out probably before the baby came. But does that sound sexist? No, not sexist. Everybody has their own experience. Like if that's your perception and of what you've experienced and what you expect, and that's yours. But everybody has a different experience, and you know it's between partners. How so I do, I do try to help out as much as possible. Just Which is more I than you did do. before. Can we bring Claude on, on the now? Are we bringing somebody on? Come on. Claude, come on. Well, why don't we do this? Why, why don't we do We're this? We're taking a break. Why don't we finish this quick talk about how Kevin's an asshole, go to break, and then when we come back, okay. we will okay. introduce and Yeah, but her. no, I think it's like it's relative to every relationship. Like, I don't think there's a standard, and I don't think there's one asshole or another because whatever. Like, everybody has their shit worked out, so or they asshole. should. Well, so, you didn't do anything? Um, what I did was I got up. I, uh, let me, let me remember how this went. He was crying. I got up, I walked over and I had like six shot glasses of water all lined up. I would pour the water into the bottle steamer, take the bottle out of the refrigerator, put it in the thing, hit start. While I was doing that, she changed him. And then I took the old bottle that was there, filled it with water and soap, shook it, put it in the sink to be washed Maybe later. Was breastfed? A uh, little of both. Because I would take one cube of breast milk and formula, mix them together. Steam it. By the time I walked, got the bottle, mixed it, put it in the sink, that steamed bottle was done, mixed it, tested you it. You had a team. Yeah, you okay. had a team. Walked in, and by that time she had him in the in a chair ready to feed yeah. i handed her the bottle and stumbled my ass back to bed and fell asleep like it was zombie status like but a, that's well, what a i team, did a team a team yeah after that i good. know she spent more time feeding when yeah. he was done burping yeah. probably changing him again yeah. putting him down but but she wasn't she didn't have to be at work at 8:30 yeah. so it's a team effort so it was like yeah it's a team effort i'm going to stumble go back to bed yeah. and then i knew we were going to do it again in four more there's hours. not one um, job more important than the other. It's a team effort. You guys are lucky that you even had the team. That's great. That's true. That's true. I, and I did after newborn status when she and I split up. We did. We did Still it by ourselves, current. and it was yeah. very difficult. Good. But, oh. um, but we. I mean, we did it. Yeah. We got through it. It was difficult, but we co-parented. We worked yeah. out fine. And and I think what it is is what I said could come off as very sexist. But when you sign up for something as a woman or as a man, mm -hmm. can you really then call something sexist? Like a woman who says, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. Okay, cool. Then I need you to make sure dinner's ready, do the shopping, like all these roles. If she agrees to it, can that really be called sexist? Like she's doing what she I wants to do. I think it's like a couple by couple and dynamic and household by household type of thing like who gives a shit what anybody else says like that's your shit but people like, do I'm care like, though like you you who cares what anybody else says uh, your household is all that matters because nowadays you can get fired for what other people think well then you need to put yourself in a position where what you say and do we can't all be superheroes like Rose, okay? No. Owning like six businesses and doing her own thing being financially <laughs> no, independent but like if it matters some of us depend on McDonald's <laughs> Just if it matters. Rose. Hopefully a Chick-fil-A soon. <laughs> yeah, no. We're all jealous of Rose. All right, we're going to be right back with another guest. Thank you. And hang in there. <laughs> well, that was interesting. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Uh, 
had a few conversations off air about how racist some people are, and apparently I'm not the most racist person around. It's awesome. Well, because right now you, you can't be racist. Everybody hates you. That's true. We are really suffering right now, folks. Stop AAPIHate.org. Um, what's going to be next, though? You know, like, what's the next race? I don't know. Apparently, uh, you can't be, uh, like, I don't know if it's a race, but, like, if you, like, own, like, a ice cream cart or whatever, you fucking get your ass kicked. What do you mean an ice cream cart? You, you ever heard about the little... The little like the paleta man? Yeah. Like the I vendors? mean, that's what we call them in Japan. I don't know what, what you guys call them here in the States, but... Yeah, little the, street cart the little, the, They'd ring the bell and you'd be like, the paleta man. Like, you roll out there, you grab... say, tamales. No, they don't come with a bell. She just screams that out. But yeah, they're getting their ass kicked, apparently. So that was happening a lot last year. I remember, like, some couple of dudes jumped the fucking... The, the lady, I think she was the elote lady, though. But, like, the these, I don't know, man. Like I, like I told you before, I don't think we have as big a race problem as people make it out to be. I think what we have is a class problem. We have a lot of low-class people in this world. and World or the United States? I mean, world, but... Yeah, to focus on the United States, we have a lot of low-class people. And, and you could be black and be low-class. You could be white and low-class. You could be Mexican, Asian, Middle Eastern. You're low-class. Like, I don't fuck with that. I thought the only low-class Asian people were, like, Filipinos. <sighs> You're an asshole. Oh, Jesus You're an Christ. asshole. I can't believe you said that. Oh, my God. Did, we, did it come out on air? We'll cut it out. We'll edit it out. Um, I was once told by... Uh, Asian people that like the Filipinos were like the Mexican version of 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 Asian people. Is that true? No. You're such a fucking liar. No, it's not. It's the Koreans. <laughs> oh, okay. They're really looked at. I mean, yeah, they're really looked down on. I don't know why either, but they're so good know. at baseball. Yeah, so were the Japanese though. I don't know. It, only pitching, though. It seems to be, like, only pitchers. Well, yeah. I mean, let's be real. They're not hitters. Yeah. Well, what? Hideo Nomo. No. It's, oh, yeah. Hideo. No, is it? No, not Hideo Nomo. Uh, Hideki Matsui. No. Shh. The guy that, Ichiro Suzuki. That guy. <laughs> what is he? Really? You what couldn't come up? Well, you kept he saying He was an names. outfielder. I no, kept no. saying what? You kept saying names, so it was really, oh, I couldn't okay. think of names. Names. Um, not, not Asian names. Just well, yeah, Asian names. names. Oh, yeah, okay. you're fucking right. me up. Oh, where's he from? Uh, Japan. Oh, fuck. And he was an outfielder. You know the thing about, okay, I got to, so, when he was with the Marlins, he played the Angels far more than he played the Dodgers, right? So Yeah, yeah, because they're the same division. Exactly. So he would come down once in a while. I had family from Japan come just to see Suzuki play, like. Suzuki? Ichiro. It was. Suzuki. Does like, his family own the Suzuki? No, not even close. Oh. Um, but they came just... That's a fair question. Like, No, I, it is, it's a fair question. They came from Japan. They wanted to see America. And they scheduled it so he would be in Anaheim so that they could watch him play. Um, and I saw him play the Dodgers once. And I noticed that the guy never stopped stretching in the outfield. Like, he would just always be stretching some, like, stretching his hamstrings, stretching his back. And 
I don't know if it was kind of like a like a um, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. thing where he just stretched so much, but I think he went two for four against the Dodgers. That was interesting. I mean, he was a legend, whether he was Japanese, Mexican, black. Well, he, was, like, he was a great he, baseball he was, player. He was a legend. So I'm glad I got to see him play. Um, clearly, there's a little bit more of a connection because he's Japanese, but he was... When you talk Hall of Fame, like, he's going to be in there. He was... Sumo wrestling is Japanese, right? Yes. So... Which, by the way, is one of the coolest fucking events to go to. Like, it's really fun. How big are these men? Big. Big. Um, so, and they have weight classes, too. So I find it interesting that, like... So, like, typically, most Asian people are... Fairly short, you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah. Fairly, not not tend to be. Yes. Just I would say the same thing about Mexican people. Like yeah, for yeah. the most part, Mexican people are fairly I, short. Right? I don't think that's a racist statement. I think it's a generic statement. Um. Well, yeah, I'm making it very generic. <laughs> but like, I find it interesting though that like there are some big Asian, and I'm talking about Chinese, Japanese, whatever. Like there are some big motherfuckers. I thought Matsui was like six one, wasn't he? I, I don't remember, but I thought he was big when he played. So, uh, so looking Yankees. at like these sumo, that's the reason why I asked about sumo because I'm like, those guys are some big dudes. They are large. So, I would, you know what's really sad? The Japanese people, as a, as a race of people, are slowly being eliminated. Like, they are. Yeah, they're a, fucking robots, not each other. They're, they're a dying breed, so to speak. What I think is more sad is that the sport of sumo wrestling is going out of style far faster than the race of people because it's so centered around like the pomp and circumstance of, you know, you walk in the, the circle, you throw the salt. Like there's, there's just a lot of um, uh, ceremony around it. To watch that go makes me sadder than knowing that there probably will not be a pure Japanese person in 50 years. Probably longer, but... Um, I We invited you, I think, to go when sumo wrestling came to Long Beach. They were playing at the... I, I, I guess playing's the word. They were competing, competing. at the, the Cal State Long Beach um, in their... their there's a pyramid there apparently and it's like some kind of indoor sports arena my fiance got me tickets me my son her um i don't remember i'm not gonna lie to you yeah i i we had an extra ticket i know we called you whatever it was but it was a really fun event i don't think i have had that much fun um at a sporting event in a very long time. Um, you know, the Dodgers winning when we were there, really exciting. We went to the Atlanta game. Um, I've seen the Packers win. You know, all of these things are cool. I've seen Oklahoma win, but it was really fun to watch sumo wrestling. The It was certainly not a full event. Um, they had very large people from all over the world. Japan. Take care, guys. guys. Be safe. 
Don't beat any Asians up on, out there. Yeah, stop aapihate.org, please. Thank you. Appreciate it. Stop beating up Asians. Um, I've known a, like a bit about the rules, a bit about how it's how it's uh, a competition. It, it was there were people from obviously the United States. Uh, there was a guy who was a Sikh, um, and I believe he was from India. Uh, there was a couple people from Mongolia, China. Like it, it was a international event. They had during the intermission. They had um, these Japanese women who have practiced doing like those big skin drums, like the like you would think a war drum. They performed. It was fucking cool. Like it just gave you the chills. Um, there was a competition towards the end where the two competitors were were fighting towards where we were sitting in the arena <laughs> and one of them stepped out and we were able to see it because we were looking from the backside. Um, but the judges couldn't see it because of where they were positioned. And I like, they called it and I stood up and I was like, I, I kind of got into it to the point where I was like, he stepped out and like people turned around and looked at me. And then I, I, I kind of got embarrassed. I was like, fuck, I, I really kind of got into it more than I thought I did. And they were like, he's a fucking American Japanese. Jesus, he's not. He's a hoppa. But then this little Asian man, like, raised his hand, and he came into the ring. And there was, like, this whole meeting to dispute the outcome of it. And because the guy stepped out, they overturned the ruling of the match. And... I mean, I'm not going to say that it was me yelling it, but I was right. Like, like I'm just going to say I was right. Um, and then all the people around me looked and were like, how did, like, how do you know the rules, this and that? And I was like, I'm Japanese. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, I learned it when I was born. Come on. Like, we came out competing for this shit. But there, there, Japanese people can get pretty big. And, and I'm not just talking, like, tall. They, they can get thick, and size is important. What do you think the percentage you of know. the population is like? What are you decreasing every year? Like, mm. do you know? I I don't I don't know. I'm sure that we could probably Google it if we had a halfway decent staff to be able to just Google it. Yeah, they all left. I don't know that it's. <laughs> I don't know that it's necessarily a so much of a decreasing population. I think what it is is that we're not seeing the reproductive aspect. Um, what I have studied is, or, or I shouldn't say studied, what I have read is that for a, for a race or a culture to continue, you are, the minimum is 2.7 children per couple. Don't ask me how they came up with the 2.7. Like, that's just what the study that I read was. So for every couple, they have to have 2.7 kids. That propagates a race. And the current Japanese are just... I'll Google it right now, but I, I, 
they're just not having kids at that rate. And the Hispanics are probably doubling whatever fucking average rate is required. I I don't know. I'm not gonna. Um, I guess if I say anything about it, it would sound really racist. But yeah, yeah, they're having a lot of kids. Um, I'm just gonna Google Japanese, but I put decrease in Jap, and it came up. Jeez. Um, real quick, just clip. Clicked on the first link. It's from uh, Nippon.com, which is, Nippon was Yeah, Japan, that N- Nippon still is a, yeah. a, a mill we buy from. Uh, it's not as racist as you guys think it is. Until you start calling us Nips, then stop. Ca- start calling you Nippon. Stop, stop A-A-P-I hate.org. It says in 2019, there were 75.1 million people between the ages of 15 and 64 in what is defined as the working age population, uh, a year-on-year decrease of 300 and, let's just call it 380,000 people. So, so like interesting. So 75,000 divided by 380, so 75, what did I say, million. So one, two, three, one, two, three. And I'm gonna divide that by 380,000. So that's 197 years. I would assume that there's going to be some kind of exponential uh, decrease over time, because if you're not having kids, then you know the the 380,000 that I guess were lost in the Japanese would probably be the older generation, right? As you go down through successive generations, they're just not going to be as many. So. I don't know. It says simple math is 197 years. I would probably say within 100. It's weird to think about, huh? I mean, you're behind schedule. Yeah, I know. You need to have a... But my, my, my kids aren't going in the Japanese column. Unless it comes to financial aid or something like that, then market Pacific Islander. But yeah, they, they would go under Hispanic. I mean, that would still also be... A good financial aid. Yeah, probably. They they should <laughs> you, mark. Yeah, actually, everything. you probably should mark Hispanic because if you mark Asian, they already they're already accepting Asians at a high rate. They're not going to want to accept. Yeah, them. they're they're going to think we're Chinese. Yeah. <clears throat> when um, when we were in high school, we used to have to do those standardized tests. Yeah. And they asked us our race on those tests, and I remember one of our teachers changed my my score like what I put so what Hispanic um, I put Hispanic I put Asian I put white I put Native American I put <laughs> well, I'm glad your personality has been the same since you were younger I put Pacific Islander and I put African American I don't remember if there were other options but I know I you put those. all of them. <clears throat> because my justification is that Japan is an island in the Pacific. Why would I not be a Pacific Islander? I put Japan, because, or Japanese, um, or Asian, because I'm Japanese. I put white, because I'm part white. I put African, because my family, part of it, was in South Africa, which is African. Um... 
I put Native American because there is Native American blood in our family. Um, you know, I marked and I put Hispanic because you've been inside of a Hispanic. I mean, yeah. I mean, I grew up around more Hispanics than any other race combined. What did she change to? Just Asian? I don't know. Oh, but I complained to the principal. And what do you say? And she sessions assume it was a he. Yeah, no, it was actually Miss Ellis um, at the time, and and um, Kevin now would not have accepted the answer. Kevin then was like, "Damn, the principal's listening to my complaint," and I remember her response was like, "Well, I'll have a talk with her." <laughs> I know now that nothing happened. But I don't, I don't think now I would have accepted that answer. Like, no. I would like to see this. I would like to see... I'd like to sit down and talk with us. And find group. out why. And then I would also like to sit down and talk with the testing board. And find out how many other tests are being altered by this school. Ooh, that whole like... Dum, dum, dum. Yeah, I think that would have made a difference, but... Um, we still tested in the bottom fucking third of, fuck. <laughs> of California. I didn't give a shit. I looked great for all the stupid kids. Like, as the dumber El Rancho was, the smarter I looked. I don't even know if I ever took those tests. I'm sure I did. You, no, you had, you had to have taken the tests. Like, it was one of those things where, like, we're not teaching. You're going to fill out the bubbles. Like, oh, I probably, I probably just was like patterns oh yeah i'm sh whether you gave a shit or not that's a different thing i know you took the test though i i was talking to um raquel's aunt over the weekend she came over and we were just talking about like school and just like like how i did and i was just like honestly i fucking i hated school i didn't try like and i realized that when it comes to work if I'm not challenged, then I just don't like show much effort. So like, <laughs> I have an issue at work when if it's a slow day and I get an inquiry or an order or whatever, like I'll enter it slowly or I'll leave it. I'll let it kind of pile up, and then it's like, ooh, until you're busy, it's game time, and I just like can start like popping. Go to it work, off. like, but. If I look at my desk and I have one thing to do, it can wait. I'll just for no reason, literally no reason. It can wait. I'll get to it. But when seventy-five things come in, you're like, "Yeah, all let's right, do time, this. To, time, time to go to work. Time to make this fucking money right now." Why do you think you hated school so much? It didn't make me any money, and I didn't see. Well, any, but it, I mean, it, like that's exactly what it was. There even was, in there high was, school, yes. you were like, "I'm not making any money." There's no reason for me to, like, there's nothing that I can do at this school that's going to make me money. The time and effort that I'm putting into this is not going to make me money. It's not going to get me out of... Do you still feel that way? Yeah. You don't think your um, basic math class... Granted, I know... You, I, I joke with my fiance. I don't. Like, I didn't use algebra. I, know as I, I didn't use geometry. I don't. I disagree with that. You sell pipe. What's the outer diameter of like a two-inch flange? I don't know. I okay. have a fucking chart that I that I refer okay, to. Okay, but but you understand the geometry of it. It's a circle. 
right? There's an outer diameter. But I'm not an engineer, so I don't need to know that stuff. But maybe not, but you, no, I disagree. I'm actually gonna backtrack on myself. I disagree. You do need to know that there's a difference between diameter and circumference, right? Yeah, but we don't measure anything by circumference. You don't need to, but, but you understand that there's a difference. Had you not taken that math class, you might not have known. Okay, I mean, if you're going to go that far into it, I just know that in those moments, like, it just, it, it to me, I knew I wasn't going to go to college, so there was no need for me to, like, continue this. I would have started working immediately, which I already was, but, like, I mean, when I When did you start working at Supre? Uh, when I was, like, 16. Okay, so, like, junior Like, year, I think maybe? it was, like, sophomore going to or... Like, that's maybe the summer... I was 18 my senior year, 17 my junior year. So, so sophomore, like the end of uh, my sophomore year, because I turned 16. So you were smart enough to understand that you weren't going to make money freshman, sophomore year, no matter what. Yeah. Okay. You don't think that being in school taught you something about having to deal with Yes, I, 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 I wherever oh, you're going okay. with it, I do. I feel like there was life lessons. Yes, I don't. I'm not going to disagree with that. Um, I'm talking about just the simple act of, aspect of my mindset going into oh, okay. school on a daily basis. It was just like I felt like there was no need because I already knew that the next step wasn't going to deal with A, B, and C. And plus, at that time, I was already kind of good at math. I'm not saying I was. I, I was never like calculus or anything. You're never Asian good. But. No, but. <laughs> Who is? Asians. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But they're dying off, so we're okay. Eventually, that, well, that curve's going to go Japanese, yes. Chinese, no. Um, they're better. Know, those ones we have to worry about. They're, and they're way better than um, both of us put together. Now, ha had I actually like applied myself, could I have done? Could I have got to calculus? Maybe. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe. I don't know. But like math was something that like I liked to do and was decent at it. But I never tried. Like I never. Like you mean like. I always just got by with, like, Stephanie used to get mad at me, Stephanie Salcido. Yeah. Because we had the same, um, I don't remember if it was geometry, algebra two, but um, I think it was algebra two. I would, like, not go to school for two or three days, show up for the day of the test, and get a better grade than her. Or get a deeper grade. Oh, yeah, grade that would piss me off, too, though. Yeah. But it's just because I don't, I, I just, I need to see, like, the formula and figure out the way, and then, like, I can I can figure it out. You know what I so mean. So what's what's funny is I hear you say that you hated school. There wasn't much to learn there. This and that. But then what you're saying is, show me the formula, and I'll figure it out. Even in what you do now, there's a formula. Mm -hmm. um, cost, wholesale cost, retail, cost, you know, like there's a formula for it. Maybe it's not the same, but I think that what you learned does play into what you do now. So you're right. I, maybe I retract when you had asked me, do I feel the same way? So initially I did, but now that we're talking, um, did you turn it off? Yeah, I did. Um, now that we're talking, it's like, okay, maybe... Maybe maybe you're right. Fundamentals. Fundamentally, so it taught me. It set me up for what I'm doing now. 
but in the moment, I definitely didn't think that like English was gonna fucking do anything yeah, for me. Right. I didn't think that you know learning about um, U.S. history was ever gonna fucking get me any further in life. Like, although I know like now, like okay, like you will learn about your past so that I can tell you the future and you know that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, definitely, I didn't think that like any of that stuff. What's going to do anything for me? I was just like, so how do I get to work? How do I fucking start making money? How do I get a raise? How do I, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I totally get what you're saying. I just remember a moment in school and I, and I can't tell you, I, I know it was in trade trigonometry. And it was like this basic question, like how tall is a tree? If you're 40 feet away from it, your angle looking at the top is 90 degrees. Six, yeah, whatever it is, and blah, blah. It wouldn't be 90, but okay. Um, how tall is said tree? And I, I remember somebody like, why the fuck does this matter? And I just remember thinking, like, I'm going to know how tall every fucking building is. Like, just, it was a stupid thought, but trigonometry, geometry, um, knowing circles, circumference, pi, all of those things. I, as I'm learning it, I thought of all of the stupid applications that I could use it for. And even now, I'm sitting there, like I'll be doing something at, at, with my son, and I'll say, okay, well, oh, well, if, if we're, you know, we're 17 feet off the ground, and this over here, like here's how we'll figure out the distance or here are the math problems here. Here's the equations that we would use. I still use a lot of them. I don't know if it's because I like to like, you know, build things. I don't know if that's where it comes from, but I loved those skills. Learning. Well, I know, I know one thing that it did help me in that. And I couple that with what I'm doing now is when we got the flooring for my house. Do you remember mm -hmm, that? Mm -hmm. And we were trying to, and you were like, well, how much do you need? And I was like, let me figure it out. So I had the measurements of my place. Yep. Did some simple math, but it may not be simple to everybody, but simple math to me. Oh, it's not simple to everybody. Figured out what the square footage of my downstairs yep. was. And I bought, li literally I had three extra planks. Yeah. Like I bought... Almost exact. perfect. Yeah. Like almost perfect. And it was almost, it was only three extra cause I had, you have to buy so yeah. many, <laughs> but like to me that made me feel good. Cause I was like, Oh you, fuck. I figured that out without having to like the area matters. Like yeah. square footage matters. Um, yeah. I mean, I like, I look back at the, at the subjects that I loved. I loved world history I loved US history and I think that is really kind of formed who I am now politically um, I think it's formed my view on a lot of aspects of the world of social issues all of that stuff because outside of like a professor or somebody who majored in like world history, U.S. history as like as a college major, I will put my knowledge up against just about anybody. And if you know more than me, great. 
teach me something. But I think I can spend a lot more time teaching other people about US history, about world history, about all of the aspects of what are great. Those are great aspects. In the world. Um, and the viewpoint that I have is based off of knowing what is like awesome. And the circumference of them. And what's flat. Yeah. Um, but again, that comes from knowing history, knowing math. And I mean, I, honestly, Rich, I don't know where I was going. I, I was just curious about your... Well, I don't okay. know. I, I don't even know how we got to this fucking subject. I don't but. either. But I will say this: like, um, we were, I had told you this. We had talked about this. I don't know a couple weeks ago about the whole Chick Fil A thing, right? So now I'm at a level where not a level. I'm at, I'm at the point in this. Is it considered process? an interview? It's just a process, right? Process. Yeah. Processes. Um, it's process. Know. I'm just kidding. I'm fucking around. <laughs> um, I guess you could call it a processes if there's multiple, but yours specifically is a process. And I'm at, they, they messaged me saying that the next step is a video interview. But it's, it, hmm, live? It's, no, the first, the first, I think, well, I don't know how many, but the initial ones are recorded. So, like, it'll be a question, uh, and then I have to respond to it, and I have to record myself. They want to they know how I look, I guess. So, um, no, I, I don't think they care about how you, if you've been to some of the Chick-fil-A's around the U S no, I don't, I don't mean literally how they look. I meant just like, they just want to get put a face with the name. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, can you be the spotlight? I think, but you had, you had mentioned to me, this is probably a while ago. You were like, well, maybe you should start doing some research about like the industry, how, yeah. How the industry yeah. works. Right. Yeah. But my mind works in the way of. And I guess this kind of goes in uh, conjunction with my schoolwork is like I'm going to start investing my time and effort when it's needed. I'm not mm. going to waste my time researching all this when I'm still so far away from even being accepted. Interesting. And, and, and I don't even have an issue telling that to them if they brought it up to me. Like, have you done any re research? Honestly, I don't even know if you guys are going to accept me. Yeah. So, I mean, I could, and you guys could easily dislike me. And not based off of that, yeah. you know what I mean? Whether whether I done that done the research or not, or you can like me whether I've done the research or not. Like, either you're going to choose me or you're not. But the minute you choose me, then I'm all in. So when let's say you interviewed with a different company than your interview that that you work for now, do you not look into the company at all prior? Well, so check this out. <laughs> so I was at, I worked at Super A. Yes, supermarket. 16, 17, 18 years old, right? Is this still there? I think no. Right. Well, Super A's around, but not the one that not we're that talking one. about. Yeah, it's, it's a DD's. DD's, yeah. Something. Then I went to cell phones at eighteen years old to mm -hmm. about twenty two, twenty three. I've been in the same industry since I was like 24 years old. Yeah. So about 13 or 14 years, okay? The laying pipe industry. Yes. Yeah. So. Hashtag baby. Little I baby have baby. not. I have not. <laughs> really applied anywhere in probably 12 years. I mean, that makes sense. 
And that makes sense. But my question is, is when a company comes, because clearly you haven't applied. So companies have come to you. You don't look into the company prior to speaking with them? I mean, I'll look into them as far as like. What, Basic. Yeah. What they're, what I look at their website, hmm. kind of see what, what, because most of the people in my industry, it's called the PVF industry or like the metals industry. They kind of service the same people. Yeah. But they all yeah. don't service exactly. So some of them only deal with like mechanical contractors and they dabble in other ones. Some so, are residential, some are commercial. Yeah. So some like, are, yeah. But the people that are commer- are residential, I'm not fucking with anyway because I'm not a copper person. I don't sell copper. Ah. I don't mess with that. I don't do cast iron or ductile iron pipe. I don't do any kind of waterworks. I'm a... You're uh, a gassy? <laughs> definitely sell a lot of items that deal with gas. You're a gassy person. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's more commercial, more refinery, more okay. industrial. So like, once you kind of use this kind of terminology... They know you know what you're talking about. Right. There's, you know what I mean? Our industry is so small, and you just mention a few people that you deal with on the vendor side, and they're just like, okay, he knows what he's talking about. Look Dude, at your resume. They see you they don't, here, here, and here. I'll tell you this. The last, the company I'm with right now, and the company prior to this, you know when I turn in my resume? After I signed my letter of fucking yeah. uh, whatever. Yeah, when I, when I started with my company, they didn't even have a job title for me. It was just like... You're hired? Yes, exactly. Okay. So so that's that's the, the position I've been in the last, you know, eight years where whether it's sought out or someone, you know, heard about me or whatever, you interview with them once or twice, they're just like, Okay, here's your offer. This is what we want to pay you. Oh, you accept it? Can you in can you please turn in your resume for paperwork purposes? Yeah, literally, that's all it is. One of one of the, my coworkers a year, a few years ago, she goes, "Do you want to see a copy of the resume that I turned in when I started with this company?" I said, "Sure," and she pulled out a photocopy of her resume and it had her name at the top, and it was a blank piece of paper. And I was like, "That's the most pimp thing I've ever fucking seen in my life," because it was handwritten. Here's my resume. She goes, "You guys called me." You made me an offer. You knew what I could, you know, what I did, this and that. We agreed. We shook hands. You sent me a letter. I signed it. Then you asked for a resume. She goes, I wrote my name on a piece of paper and faxed it to him. I go, they stapled it to your documentation and that's fucking, fucking that was it. Him. But that's true. I mean, that's the thing. That, so, so yeah. to, I guess to answer your question, yeah, I, I mean, I do research on the company, but like you kind of already know what everybody's capable of doing. So, it's really, it's, it's really just like when you talk to ownership or any kind of management, it's just like, like one of the questions that I ask all the time is like, what kind of company are we trying to be? Are we trying to be the service company where we understand we're not going to get large orders, right. but we're going to service the shit out of people and we're going to make a lot of money on those small orders. It means I drop my, what I'm doing and call somebody back immediately to talk to them just to make a... $5,000 Are we trying to be a little bit of both? Yeah. But understand that we're not going to be able to service every small order. We have to pick and choose the kind of large orders we take. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's like, different... And then there's... We're trying to be the big dog. Yeah. And we're not trying to deal with these small orders. We want only large orders. You know what I mean? So, like, 
and that's when I get a sense. I'm more, I'm, I work better in that middle realm because I like to service my accounts and I still want a chance the large orders. Right. But for the most part, you can, you're almost going to nickel and dime your way there. Yeah. I mean, I had a situation with a customer. Um, I had a heart to heart with him. So anytime he needed anything fast, anytime he needed anything quick, next day, early morning, whether it was a $200 order, $500 order, $10,000 order, I made it happen, right? But I had noticed that whenever there was a competitive bid, meaning I like these these other orders I'm talking about, he would just be like, here's the PO. I need you to get it to me at this time. And I took care of it. But when there was a competitive bid where we, I was going against other uh, other vendors, I would lose them. But because my price was just like a little bit higher, and he would say, oh, well, I felt bad because I haven't been giving them any business. So I had to like talk to him like, look it, I get it, you feel bad. But the truth is like, you come to me for a reason. Mm. And I feel like me doing all these small orders is, I, what I'm doing is I'm trying to earn your business on these larger orders. Right. I'm not trying to, I don't want you to give them to me. Sweat equity. Yes. I'm putting in the time and effort on these 200, I, I'm, I'm processing seven $200 orders so that when that $20,000 order comes up, you give me a fair shot on it. And you know what? The last couple times that you haven't given me these orders, you said there was problems and I've had to fix those problems for you. If you would have just came to me originally, you wouldn't have had these problems. Yeah. yeah. I think my service is worth that extra 5%. Or give me a chance to match. Yes, that too. Exactly. And since I had that conversation with them, we were at like $8,000 for the, for the year. And this was like early in January. Yeah. Since that day, we've, we've, we're at 80, 80 or 85,000 for the year already in the two months. So I've already like drastically increased the fucking volume with him. You know what I mean? But like I, I, when I was doing it, I didn't know I was, I, I, I kind of felt like I was being an asshole. You know what I mean? But I was like kind of calling him out. Like, you know, and I, and I didn't, I didn't, wasn't trying to be an asshole, but I just felt like this needs to be told. I have to piss so bad. Oh, let's cut but it's off. interesting because I want to come back and I want to ask you questions. So do you want to cut it and come back or can you talk for two or three minutes while I go piss? Um, yeah, I can talk, I guess. Talk. Tell me more about sweat equity. What would you do if they came back and said match this bid and how would you guarantee that they didn't just take that to somebody else and offset it? Well, I think in, in those situations, you have to trust. And so, so everyone knows Kevin's running really, really funny right now. Uh, I think in those situations, you kind of have to trust the customer. Now, until they prove me wrong, I guess, you, you just have to put your trust in them. I, I, and I kind of do that in life, honestly. Like, I just think that like I allow people to be who they are with me and I don't take other people's um, opinions of them. And, you know, I allow myself to form my own opinion of that person. So with a customer like that, I'll just keep trusting them until they, until I feel one day they're lying to me or screwing me over or whatever. Um, even today, like, I don't know if the real goals 45 is still listening, but you know, we had a little laugh because they're, you know, there's been situations where I'm sure he's taken advantage of me and, 
there's been situations where I've, I guess, taken advantage of him, but I don't really see it as taking advantage. It's just more like you're doing what's best for you and your company. Um, I wonder if he's listening. But uh, so like in this case with, with this specific customer, um, I mean, he's giving me feedback. He's he's told me like where I needed to be. And, you know, if I can match it, I will. Or if I tell him I can do it, it doesn't mean that he's still not going to give me the uh, give me the order. Also, see, he's listening. And I, see, he put I knew it, but he fucking he's taking advantage of me, too. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't fucking process this order. Some fucking bullshit. Um, did you hear anything I said? A little bit. One of the things that, that, and, and we got on this subject because I don't know why I Asian had, people. I, well, yeah, they're, they're the worst. I had suggested to you, oh my God, that piss felt so good. By the way, I had asked if you had done any research or, or looking into the fast food industry. Uh, I've done zero. And I'll be honest, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Part of me would say, bank on the fact that you're going to get through this whole thing. Be prepared ahead of time. Maybe that's the Asian part of me. Maybe the white part says, fuck it, don't. Like, it's been working, go for it. I, like, I, I just, I don't know how I feel about... Well, I, the, way I, the way I guess I'm thinking about it is... Well, first, like I, like I mentioned, like I'm not going to put time and effort in something that I 100% don't have. Like, like I, like yeah, I, you got some things on your plate right now that may be more important. But the moment that they are like, we need you to study for this, we want to blah, 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 like, yeah. I'll be all in at that point. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but don't you want to be prepared before? Like, because let's be real, your learning curve, you're behind the eight ball. Yeah, but I, okay, so this is my thought, though, is all this stuff has been about personality. And they asked me, do I have any food and beverage? No, yeah, yes, uh, yes. We discussed know, that, actually. And yeah. I put no. No, yeah. I have none. I mean, so, a little bit working at Super A, but. I mean, really, though? Like, but, <laughs> but, see, I think, I think the way they think as a company is if, you have great customer service or you, it, a lot of these things are learned. You can learn how to be sanitary. Yeah. You can learn that's how true. to, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. do I really need to learn that stuff now? Or let me get, let me, you know, wow them with my amazing personality. Uh, I say that tongue in cheek. But, you know. um, Maybe that's why they haven't called in a week. Yeah. Well, it says 12 weeks. I have 12. Once it's past 12 weeks. Let's be real. Take, I've, I've given you many compliments about how, fast this is gone and it, it might end has. tomorrow it actually like, has been and I, and I check my email every day but like but the truth is i won't i won't I think, undercut you or i think it, you i think like it's that. more about who i am and what kind of person i am mentally almost like the will you hustle yes mentality versus what i know in the industry you know what i mean I and there is some okay i'm sorry to interrupt you but there is something to that because i have worked with people in my industry hamburgers who have master's degrees and i go how the fuck did you get a master like you're stupid like you don't get it there is a difference between street smarts and book smarts if you spend your entire life at a university you are going to learn how to read something 
take these points and be ready for the test. But that's the structured test. Life is not structured like that. Well, I was even telling Steve, and I, and I know you had made this comment to me when, when we were, I was telling about the essay part of it. And I was like, I don't know if I fucked up, <laughs> but like literally there was not one essay, quote unquote, that I wrote that was more than four parag- or four sentences long. I just I, I didn't care about the length. Hey now, lies. I just was like, please tell me you put like commas where they need to be. Like, but but, does that, but how does that make you run a Chick Fil A better? That I could fucking form a sentence correctly? Because for if you're asking me like, and you and, and you're truly asking me is, my answer is, because if you can't get the little details right, how do I know you could get the big details right? And I and I am a dick when it comes to resumes. Um, I tend to volunteer some of my time with some of like the inner city youth, the at risk youth, and getting them prepared for um, job applications and stuff. And they give they submit resumes, and they've never had a job. Like their job is the time that they were a helper in a class or something like that. And, it, and, and they're bullshit resumes. But I never get on them for the content of their resume because you can't change your content. But what or you, your life experiences. Or your yeah. life experiences, yes. What you can change, though, is the, the formatting. Okay, so you've got your company and you're using like a solid black dot, right? The last company, company, whatever it might be. All of a sudden, you switch to like a hollow one. Like, why are you switching? Like, your content can be bullshit. I don't care about that. But if you can't spend the time to make sure that every company that you've worked for is aligned on the page with a solid black dot, okay? And then your your responsibilities at that job are you know, hollow triangle, hollow triangle. Then all of a sudden you have a square and then hollow triangles. Like those are the things that to me, and maybe this is a uh, reflection of the fact that I'm not successful. I don't own a, an island or whatever it might be. You just came from one. It, oh, dick. Wow. That was good though. <laughs> that was good. Uh, is that wrong? Is that racist? No, I, <laughs> if you can't get the 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 foundation, the things that you don't need experience, book smarts, like if you can't get those things right, how can I expect you to look at a check before you cash it and look for these key points or whatever it might be, whatever industry it is. Like you've got to be able to get the, you may not be able to control or change every aspect of your life, but what you do have the ability to Affect, make sure you affect it correctly. And, and that's, that's me, right? Clearly, you're getting further than I may have viewed it. But, like, make sure your sentences make sense. Well, now at this point, it's, it's, it's video, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm it's fucked. different. It, I'm yeah. fucked. No, I mean... No, I really am. I actually, because, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, like, retake it. Like, if I, like... You know what I mean? I don't know what the uh, <laughs> what the next process is gonna be because what if it's like you have one take, think about it really hard, answer well, and, the question, and, and so it. again, my my response, Kevin's response would be, 
I understand you only get one shot. So if you fumble over words or if, if it's, you ramble on, like, I care less about that. What's your background? Like, not, not where you came from, but what's fucking behind you? If you have dirty laundry behind you, you can control that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If I, I've, I've talked with kids, I've done these fake interviews with them, and I don't, I don't care so much about, you know, they, they said, oh, some of these kids don't have the best internet, so they might glitch or whatever it is. Like, yeah, I get that. I don't, I don't give a shit about that. But one girl had dirty laundry, like, piled on her bed behind her. Just move that. I don't give a fuck if... I, I'm not your mom. I don't need you to fold it and put it away, but at least get it out of the camera view. And, and again, maybe it's just... I, I wouldn't even call myself successful, and maybe the fact that I'm focusing on these little things and losing sight of the bigger picture is part of it why I don't own an island, why I don't run with the Clintons or whatever it might but be. I but I do... Yeah, you definitely don't want to run with them. I don't know. If um, I did, people you, stop you talking You and Ghislaine or whatever her name is? Well, no, that's a different group. That's a different group. <laughs> well, apparently Clinton was there all the time. No, I mean, maybe. Um, Alleg allegedly. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that, like, because of the way my personality is and the way my thought process is on that, on that aspect, like, of what you're talking about, like, the big picture and small picture or whatever, yeah. like, like, that's why I keep going back to, like, I'm not... I don't, I, until like they say like, Hey, we want to know what your general knowledge is of, you know, whatever, running a restaurant, then I'll like start Googling and researching and you know what I mean? But like a quick learn, like, yeah, 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 but like right now, like, I don't even know how close I am. Food temperature laws, all that stuff. Yeah. I think outside of our sexual chemistry. I think you and I make a very good couple. Sweet and sour. Ah, sweetie. I ah, see. Sweet, sweet, sour. I, I think because you have a vision of... Like Sour Patch Kids? A little bit, yeah. I but I think sweet. they suck on you and then suck on me. Because mm. are you sour or am I sour? I, don't I think don't. I'm sour. Really? Because when people sour, they make the chino eyes, and that's more me. Yeah, but I think you're sweet. You're a sweetheart. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. No, I, I think that... Like, fundamentally, our company has the right uh, direction. I think the yin and the yang, you see, that's where I went Asian, real Asian. You are focused on a bigger picture, but you may lose sight of the things that need to be done day to day. And I think this happens with a lot of, like, salespeople the salespeople that I've known don't really give a shit about the fact that something can or can't work. They're going to sell a product. Whether it works or not isn't the point. Then you got someone that comes along more like myself and says, all right, how do we make what was sold work? But this is probably what makes Chick-fil-A good at what they do is that they'll figure out what my strengths are and they'll pair me with somebody maybe that has the strengths of what you're talking about. Or... And, and to be honest with you, I don't think you absolutely would need the knowledge that I was referring to. But see, because like, I think that like I have been in like deep customer service, like, like 
through where I'm answering phone calls at, you know, odd hours. Yeah. I'm taking care of things, you know, different times of the day. While I was out these last couple of weeks for my son, like I was taking phone calls. Like I am willing to go above and beyond for a customer. I don't, I think those are traits that not many people have. And I think they'd rather, they'd rather deal with my inability to fucking form a sentence correctly knowing that I'm going to take care of the customers to the best of my ability and they can find somebody else that can deal with that kind of stuff. You know and what I mean? to be honest, I don't, I, I can't speak for Chick-fil-A, but I can tell you as a customer or even as customer service or whatever you want to call it, I don't give a shit if your, if your email doesn't make sense. Like, did you fix my problem? Because what are we two hours in at this point? I, I think I should probably be honest with the audience and say that I, I don't work at McDonald's. No. Yeah. Cause if you did, then we'd be competing companies. It could be, but I'm in banking. And one of my clients told me one time, like my job isn't banking. My job is selling pipes. And it hit me like, fuck, I could sit and talk banking all day with him, but he doesn't give a fuck. His job is to sell pipes. So when his email came in or his request came in, it was like, hey, I'm working on this send. Okay. Now I've bought myself six hours, maybe till the next day, whatever it might be, to work on the problem from the banking side. Yeah, you, you bought time until in the morning and you could respond, hey, I'm still working on this, just so you know. You know what I mean? Like, and hey, this is what I think is going to be best because I understand banking. So I know that we're running out of time, but I want to, I did want to get into this real quick. Uh, I'm sorry. You had a, probably had a point with this, right? Uh, it, it, no, it was just your, if your job is customer service, it's to fix the problem of a person whose industry might be a doctor. Okay. Their job is to stop somebody from dying. My job is to make sure they're fed. Exactly. And their order's correct. Right, exactly. And that they got, have and, the and, bandages. And, or... and you get all the fucking sauces you requested. Exactly. Um, so one thing that I did read was that they ask you this question over and over again throughout their interview process. Why do you want to operate a Chick-fil-A? And when I originally answered it on the email... Or whatever the message. Yeah, in the application. It was... I, I just gave him the story. Like, I didn't... I, I didn't just like, tried because me and my podcast partner were... No, what I said was... Oh, I get no credit What I said again. was... No, what I said no was... No credit again. That's fine. That's fine. That I sold my house in 2019 with the intentions of buying one in 2020. Unfortunately, the pandemic happened. And... I decided to shift my attention towards investments, whether it was stocks or a company. I started looking, doing research and came across an article that stated that Chick-fil-A was a good investment. Yeah. Good investment yeah. or whatever. Right? Yeah. Um, did some research and decided to apply. My thought process in all this was, I put blood, sweat, and tears in a companies that I had no ownership in or partnership in. I can only imagine what I would do if I had ownership or partnership. Simple. 
basic. Like that that was that was what I thought. Like I didn't know what to. I, when I first like started writing it out, I was trying to give like some like long drawn out bullshit answer right right and then i just decided to delete it and just like write from the heart so one of the one of the other things that like that was detailed on the about them asking that question over and over again is because everybody's answer changes slightly and they read into that whatever hmm. information they get but Hope i think i pasted well, no, I don't know exactly what I wrote, but it was along those lines of what I just said. Yeah. But I think the reason why they do that is because people probably do what I said I didn't want to do, which was they gave some, like, fake answer. Yeah. You know? Don't give me the answer you think. And I have this you issue with hear. my son. Like, dude, don't give me the answer you think I want to hear. Give me your answer. So I don't know if that's going to fuck me over in the long run, but maybe, maybe not, but at least you have a mission statement. Well, for me, it's just, it's just, I'd rather be, I, I'd rather, what is it called? Like, uh, die on my sword than, what's that saying? Not sure. Oh, but, anyway. Like die on the hill than surrender. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to be me and yeah. I'd rather go out knowing that I gave them like a legitimate real answer. And if it happens not be enough for them, I'm okay with that. One thing about whether you, and I'm not saying this is not you, but politicians, for example, the people who lie have, a tr have trouble keeping up with their lies. When you just tell the truth, it's real easy to stick to your story. Because like you said, I sold, a, I, I had some money. I thought it would be funny or, you know, like, not your answer, but you thought you would just do this because it would be an option. It, you, you've worked so hard for companies that you have no true vested interest in. This is an opportunity to, do, to, to sweat it out at a company where I have a vested interest in. That shouldn't change. So I feel them on that one. But uh, Marco, Marcos Torres... Miss you too, man. Remember Marcos used to fucking hit bombs in softball? Hey, remember when he came on the show? Yeah. Remember when he came out of the house? Come on down, Mark. Let's have a conversation. I'm interested to hear what you have to say. All right, everybody. Later, guys. Peace.